0: I kind of have, uh, I guess, the automobile uh, dust in my blood because I used to visit the uh, store all the time and uh, go upstairs and talk to my grandfather.
1: This is Getting to Know You, a show designed to share stories involving Buckeye Automotive associates, customers, and their surrounding communities. Hello, I'm Scott Thomas with Buckeye Automotive, and I'd like to welcome you to our new Getting to Know You podcast. This is episode one of season one, and we're recording here at the Buckeye Automotive Studios at WLOH. I'd like to thank Mark Bohack and the WLOH team for helping us out with this podcast. Why is a car dealership doing a podcast, you may be asking? Part of our mission statement reads, our purpose is to develop a genuine family relationship with every customer and associate. These words are easy to say, but harder to actually achieve. And it takes really knowing someone to have a family relationship. Even when there are great relationships with our customers and associates, it's sometimes even harder to share the insights and qualities of those relationships within our organization and with our customers. Recently, I've become a listener of several podcasts on various topics, and the idea popped in my head. Can we use a podcast to get to better know our team, our customers, and the members of our communities, and moreover as a way to share the value of those relationships to a larger group? In this Getting to Know You podcast, we'll have conversations with Buckeye associates and family members, customers, and other members of the communities we serve. With 260 associates and their 400 family members and thousands of customers, there are plenty of stories to tell. Sometimes these conversations will be related to cars, but because we're not really just about cars, but more about the relationships that revolve around those cars, More often than not, we're going to talk about other topics that we hope you'll find informative and entertaining and sometimes even life-changing, because none of us ever know when somebody's story or a certain word or experience may be that spark that changes our life forever. With that introduction and lofty goal, let's dive into our first conversation. With me today is Jerry Spires, the founder of Buckeye Automotive Family, which started as one small dealership in Grandview, Ohio, with about 15 team members. And has grown to a group of four dealerships with more than 260 team members. It is Jerry's story we want to tell as the start of this podcast, not just so that everyone gets to know Jerry better, but also because getting to know Jerry is really the foundation of getting to know Buckeye. So welcome, Jerry. Hi, Scott. Uh, I have to make a full disclosure here. Jerry is my father-in-law, so I may prompt him uh, a time or two to tell a story that I've heard before. So, uh, Jerry, I just want to ask, we're going to start Kind of from the beginning. Could you uh, tell us a little bit about your family and your childhood?
0: Oh, my golly. Well, I grew up in Columbus. Uh, Went to school there at a uh, school called Rosary. Uh, They're no longer in business. Um, Went there for 12 years. um, Played a lot of uh, football, uh, baseball. Uh, We were very fortunate in that we were able to win uh, state championships in both football and uh, baseball
1: way back when. Uh, so you got to share one uh, other little piece about that. Was there anything special about any of your football teams?
0: Oh yes, we, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yes, my
0: freshman year, uh, we we uh, won four, lost uh, six. Uh, that wasn't too special. We did improve uh, the second year, won six, lost four. Uh, our third year, um, my junior year. Um, we actually went uh, undefeated and unscored upon. No one scored a point on us, you know, the entire year. Um, it it uh, uh, was a, a a memory that we still share today
1: as we're doing right now. Yep. Yeah, I, I've maybe heard it once or twice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great story. Um, so let me, about that. You, uh, I can't remember your coach's name, uh, but I think you're, you had a coach or two at Rosary that had yeah, f- a big f- impact on you.
0: Forrest Sherrick, For um, he was a fantastic guy. He had been there a long time. Um, he had retired from the Marine Corps, and he was a Marine Corps coach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no no fooling around. In, in fact, uh, our uh, sophomore year, he could see that we were developing into a a really uh, potentially a very good team uh, i didn't understand uh, that at the time but uh he encouraged us in his marine way to uh, uh come out to practice on sundays you know uh which uh, we didn't quite like but uh, <laughs> i i'm very glad now that uh, he encouraged us to do that because it it all uh, helped out our uh, junior year <laughs> yeah
1: sounds like it that's awesome so you uh you had some success with baseball too
0: Yes, we had a coach, uh, Coach Hopkins. He was uh, an exceptional coach, not only on teaching fundamentals, teaching how to come together as a team, but I think he knew the uh, uh, rule book better than the umpires did because he was always out there uh, encouraging them to uh, change their mind. (laughs) Good.
1: Good. Hey, so we have a uh, – I didn't really uh, prep you on this, but we're going to have a special guest pop into a podcast and have a conversation with uh, one of your baseball teammates, Joe Argenbright. Joe, are you there?
2: Hi, Jerry.
1: How about we start with uh, – I, I, you know, I've maybe heard this story once or twice too, but uh, tell us a story about the uh, uh, state championship uh, baseball game that you played with Jerry. It kind of tell us the story of your relationship with Jerry and –
2: well, you tell me when to start, and I'll start. Here's,
1: we're on. Roll it.
2: Oh, okay. So, well, I first got to meet Jerry Spires at the end of my sophomore year, between sophomore and junior year, at the American Legion team, side of post-604. And Jerry had been the star of the year before, and he was coming back. And he was, without a doubt, the best ball player we had on the squad, although we had a really good overall team. But Jerry was our leader. He was our shortstop. He was the best hitter on the team. He was the fastest runner on the team. And we ran through the district pretty good, but then we, we had to go the to double. You,
1: you left out the part how you were the best looking on the team, right? <laughs> oh,
2: well, I should say that. Right. Uh, but I need to real quick go to the first regional game. We won the district, okay. go to the regional game, double elimination, opening uh, game against Lancaster, and they had a, a guy named Jim Reed who threw BBs at us. I mean, BBs. We didn't even see the ball, we heard it go by, and we lost one to nothing. We had a great pitcher, even better than Jim Reed, named Zeke Osball So at the end of the game, we go out in the left field, and Dick Hopkins, our coach, was when I say old school, I mean old, old school, and he started to chew our butts out like you can't believe. And the next thing you know, Jerry Spires out of the woodwork comes and starts ripping into Coach Hopkins, which nobody had ever done before or since. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, Hoppy keeps saying, now, Back down, Jerry. Back down, Jerry. And Jerry said, Back down my ass. I'm gonna <laughs> let you know you put too much pressure on us, this, that, and the other. And to this day, I say that's the reason later on we won the state championship because. It sort of broke that tension that we had between the ballplayers and Hoppy. And, uh, and so then we went on to uh, win the regional. We had to uh, beat the defending champions in the regional final, and that's the story that I love to tell the most. <clears throat> and we're playing at Greenview. We were supposed to be playing all the way down in Cincinnati where this team was, but their field was too wet, so they had to come up and play at our place. And so it's the bottom of the ninth, and Jerry Spires gets on first with uh, maybe one out, and I'm up to bat. And uh, I look down, and Hoppy gives the steal signal. So Jerry, I knew he could steal second; he was so fast. But uh, I had to swing high and I had to swing high and, and deep in the batter's box to keep the, the catcher back. And sure enough, Jerry slides in safe. So I turn around and look for another signal. Oh, my God. Steal third. I'm thinking, oh, my God. Well, I still got to protect him. So I don't want to get the second strike, but I got to do what I got to do. Well, thank goodness. The, the, the pitch was high and outside. Didn't have to swing. Jerry slides into third. Safe. Uh, the ball game's tied at one and one. And I looked down for a signal. Nothing. So I said, whew, that's good. And the next, and I forget it was ball one to strike one. Didn't make any difference. Next thing I turn around, I thought, "Oh my God, he's got the steal signal on here. Jerry's going to steal home." So the pitcher, uh, Lenny Stahl was his name, instead of taking a stretch, he winds up. Well, Jerry takes off, and here he comes. And my, I've been coached very well to get deep in the batter's box, swing high and tight. So the runner can slide in under the under the uh, tag. So that's where the uh, argument arises. <laughs> I swear I swung high and tight, and they swear I chopped down and actually broke the catcher's arm. Ball goes back to the uh, to the backstop. I uh, he slides in, <laughs> and Hoppy says, "Joe, you gotta go." Well, I was sort of frozen. I guess I knew this rule, but not. You got to go up uh, before I know it. Lenny Stahl comes in, and he's going to haymaker me. Jerry gets up from sliding in, and he haymakers Lenny Stahl and knocks him <laughs> off his feet. Then I ran with the bat in my hand.
1: So, That's for all the Thursday. millennials listening, hay haymaking uh, means uh, he was going to knock you out.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so game over except the game really isn't over. I mean, the Cincinnati fans came pouring out, Grandview fans, and there was an imbroglio, one of my favorite words, a melee <laughs> for at least five minutes. Umpires are trying to get everything everything under, but the ball game's over, so we won the regional final and then went to the state and, and had to win two more, and we did. Nice. And But I still attribute this whole thing to Jerry Spires. First off, after the first regional game and the last regional game, he was pivotal
1: in both 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 games. Perfect. So, well, I've heard that story a couple so. times, Joe. I have to say, I appreciate you keeping it PG thirteen for this time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's all true, though. I mean, you know, I know. that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
1: All so. right, beautiful, Jerry, Do you remember any of that? Is he speaking the truth?
0: <laughs> oh yes, yes. Uh, Joe Joe was also a very good uh, ball player. Uh, uh, his four years, uh, coach Hopkins was kind of one of those hall of fame coaches. Uh, so I was very fortunate in being able to be surrounded, you know, with not only good coaching and good leadership, but also good teammates. Uh, you know, that all helps, uh, uh, make things happen in a positive way.
1: Yeah. So, uh, Joe, hang on here for a second. We're going to talk a little bit about Jerry getting into, uh, the car business and, uh, Maybe you can chime in with a story or two uh, as we get in there. Is that okay?
0: I'd love to. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. So Jerry, tell us how you uh, how'd you get in the automobile business.
0: Oh my golly! Well, it was it was really kind of um, I family oriented. Again, uh, my dad uh, worked for a uh dodge plymouth agency in columbus for over 30 years called Merrick miller as well as my uh, grandfather my dad's dad uh who was a uh, you, back then you called him a mechanic today they're a, a technician uh so i kind of have uh, i guess the automobile uh, dust in my blood uh because i used to visit the uh, uh, store all the time um, and uh go upstairs and talk to my grandfather who was working on uh, repairing a car up there or uh, even going and counting parts, uh, you know, uh, for my dad when when necessary. Uh, Both of them were uh, really very good. uh, I know I should say this, but it's the truth. uh, Very good uh, customer oriented people as well as uh, they both really liked working for Mr. Merrick and Mr. Miller. Uh, they were always there, uh, you know, encouraging, I guess, what they should encourage, uh, you know, uh, create more sales, create better customer service, uh, and also trying then to really hold on to the customers for life. Uh, those are some of the things that uh, I was able to pick up Uh on down the road when i finally got into uh, you know the car business i i uh, what was
1: your first job in the car business
0: i i became a, a salesperson didn't really know how to sell um other than um just trying to learn how to do it day in and day out just like i i did when i uh, was a baseball player uh, you just go out and practice practice uh, more ground balls more at bats and uh either you get it done or you don't get it done and over time, I was able to, uh, you know, get it done uh, at a very good. Uh, You're a pretty
1: good car salesman.
0: Uh, oh yes, I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, also uh, fortunately was able to, uh, you know, become a, a a good car salesman. Yeah. Uh,
1: many, so what were you selling?
0: Well, oh, back then I was selling uh, t- uh, Toyotas. Wow. Uh, I, I worked for a, a Germain Toyota uh, for five years and. Uh, Really, um, I, I was fortunate on, on uh, working there. They had a very good reputation, uh, and and I did very well. Uh, yeah. You know, they eventually left the uh, uh, Germain and uh, became a manager at a small dealership on the, I guess, the Granview Columbus Upper Arlington corner of Central Ohio, yeah. um, and and uh, uh, worked there. Uh, for uh, 10 years, I think we were there for 10 years before we eventually moved to uh, you know, where the dealership so, is today, uh, uh, in Hilliard.
1: Yeah, so tell us, uh, so you went there uh, at the time they were selling Datsuns uh, along with some other imported vehicles.
0: Oh, my golly, yes. Um, the uh, uh owner uh, uh, sold everything from Rolls Royces to the entire Leyland products, Jaguar marina midget uh, mgb as well as the saab uh, uh, automobile yeah. we had what, quite a range of uh, vehicles to sell but you were in charge of the
1: datsuns right
0: yes yes yeah. i i um uh knew yeah. toyotas so consequently i uh, uh datsuns was a, a very easy you know uh, um a transition for me yeah mm-hmm.
1: great so Jerry, you went from being a manager at Buckeye Imports to, to being the owner, and, and I know you don't really like being referred to as the owner. Could you share a little bit about your outlook on ownership?
0: I do not look at myself as an owner. I believe Ryan Day and his coaching staff at OSU are servant leaders whose mission is to develop the potential, the skills, and the values of the Bucks. That's what I was taught, especially in high school at Rosary. The nuns, priests, coaches were a team of servant leaders, most always guiding myself forward. That's what we try to get accomplished daily at Buckeye for the good of the individual, their families and Buckeye. Ryan has a top gun approach to leadership, servant leadership that we also try to use and bring to life for the last 42 years. We believe that that is helping, encouraging us to develop the precious potential of all. We're trying to follow in Woody's, Jim's, all of the coaches' ways, as an example, of, of servant leadership. They seem to have done a fantastic job over the last 50 years, and I hope we do the same.
1: So I like to tell the story. So my my first real job was uh, at that dealership at King and North Star and um, in Grandview. And, um, you know, this little lot that the showroom would hold, what, maybe two or three cars, Jerry? Uh,
0: maybe four, four. on, on or a four. real tight yeah, basis. Yeah, because <laughs> they were small
1: cars, I guess. i got to remember that the B210s and all those were a lot smaller. And uh, you know, really packed in, could probably park how many cars out on the outside the dealership to display?
0: Oh, golly, the 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 whole dealership back at that time was maybe a half of half of an acre. Yeah. Uh, so we had to go rent property. Yeah. Uh, you know, to store, uh, the store uh, the new car inventory way back when.
1: Cars cars were everywhere, parked different locations throughout Grandview, and and uh, uh, it was really kind of a uh, sort of a little rundown building, but. Jerry did, and the team did a good job of fixing it up as best they could. But uh, I always like to uh, share the story of how you say uh, you were, you kind of built a, a rocket ship in the in a Model T. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, the facility
0: compared to our facilities today, which are rocket ships. But uh, <laughs> back then, uh, uh, our facility really was a Model T. Uh, the the rocket ship part of it really were the people that that uh, came through our doors every day uh uh our, our buckeye family members uh and uh, they they really uh, uh liked what they were doing and um uh, we sold an awful lot of cars eventually serviced a lot of cars you know to the point uh, uh that we started to to grow uh yeah. way beyond uh, you know where we originally started yeah
1: it uh, expanded to four locations in Grandview with a truck center and two used car lots, and uh, then eventually moved to Hilliard uh, in 1989. The Nissan, what then became the Nissan store, when Datsun changed it to Nissan. Yes. Um, yep.
0: And and along the way, in 1984, we were fortunate enough uh, to be able to uh, uh, be awarded the Honda dealership in Lancaster, Ohio. Uh, there were many people. Uh, that wanted to uh, uh to uh i guess become owners down here but uh uh the results that our people uh, were able to provide over you know i think the first 7 8 years that we were in business uh kind of uh, caught uh Honda's attention
1: yeah why why you think that was was important to go after the Honda opportunity
0: well it was kind of a a a no-brainer i mean uh, they were building cars in Marysville Ohio and really acquiring a, a fantastic uh, 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 reputation, not only as a builder of cars, but the way they stood behind their cars, uh, as well as the way they contributed to the welfare of the community.
1: Yeah, great. And I think, you know, the other part that I, I think you'll, as we've grown with other dealerships as well, I think, uh, you know, one of the things that I think is uh really exciting is that you're always looking for new opportunities for the team members that have worked at the dealership. And, um, you know, it was an opportunity for a lot of people to take on new, uh, new, uh, responsibilities and learn new things. And, and, uh, we've kind of tried to do that as, uh, we've gone through now, now with the Toyota store and another Nissan store. So, um, so Joe, I'm going to let you jump in here and, uh, you want to share anything, uh, with your experience with our dealerships in the, in the last, Forty years or so. I'm
2: sure. I'd like to correct Jerry a little bit on something. Jerry was a really, really good salesman, but he had a younger brother that could outsell him any day at the i get that. Out. <laughs>
0: Right. So well, like gets big head. Yeah. well, well, Joe, he learned from me. Okay. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh,
2: there you
0: go. Right. <laughs> he taught the best. He took it.
2: To, he took it to the next
3: level. There you right, go.
0: Right. right. Well. Well, Tom. Uh, Tom was. Uh, you're. You're correct. Much more uh, skillful and effective uh, over the long run that that uh, uh, I was. But uh, uh, he's still selling cars today for us every yeah. now and then. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's what I heard. So yeah. anyway, back to. Buckeye in general, (laughs) of course, my first experience was over at um, King and and Fifth Avenue when it was adopted. and the culture has always been just, it hadn't changed hardly a bit in 40 years. I always felt, first off, part of it was that I also, Jerry, allowed me to get involved in the group health insurance program, which we still have. But more than that, I started buying cars from them, and everybody was so friendly uh, even to this day. I just got another one here about a month ago from uh, the Nissan dealership i've over the years probably gotten twenty cars from them, but uh, the employees, the salespeople, the service people have all become good friends of mine, and you know when you're good friends when you walk in and they start busting your chops. Uh, <laughs> Showing me basically no respect at all, <laughs> and, which I don't deserve. Yeah. But, of course, you know I give it right back to them. So
1: yeah.
2: I actually look forward to going to there for whatever reason because I know I'm going to have fun. I get teased a lot. I get to tease them back. And nobody takes it personal.
1: You probably and have that, a raunchy birthday card to drop off, too.
2: Oh, <laughs> I've had a few of those, too. Some of come Uh, In person, some of them come in the mail. Yeah, I understand. uh, Yeah, but it's been nothing but a great relationship for 40 years. And uh, I, unfortunately, have sort of gotten, in terms of business, I don't handle the group insurance much anymore, so I don't see those people. But I see them a lot when I'm buying cars, getting them serviced. Uh, The people in the service department are just awesome. They just... You pull in, and then the next thing you know, they've got the red carpet rolled out for you and just take care of you. Uh, that's basically all I can say at this
1: point. We appreciate the relationships we've had with you over the years, and I know Jerry does for sure.
0: Yes, Joe, thank you for uh, the way you have taken care of us on the healthcare care side. We, we now have about 247 people you know, with you. In fact, I was just at the the Nissan dealership a couple hours ago, and we have re-upped our uh, policy again with you. We're, <laughs> we're happy to be with you.
1: Okay, Jerry, let me uh, let me ask you this question: What what do you think's made you successful in business?
0: People, of course, the people I've been exposed to. You know, we've we've heard the the saying "standing on the shoulders of giants," and and uh, I know that's easy to say, but uh, for myself. Of course, my parents, my coaches, my teachers, my aunts and uncles, I started to uh, date my spouse of 55 years uh, in high school. Uh, she was a really uh, a very good influence uh, in an awful lot of uh, uh, ways, positive ways, as well as her family uh, as I marched through the day to day, you know, trying to figure out what to do, you know, uh, and and how to do it I, I was just very very fortunate in being exposed to uh really just good people sure I had to make the choices but uh, I had very good choices to make uh to draw from and tried to uh, go about making things happen uh, with their uh, uh insight their help uh their their wisdom uh they were always able to share it and I was always willing to ask them to share it
1: you know along the way. So I'm glad you brought Joni up because uh, I actually talked to her earlier today and said you sure you don't want to come into the podcast and uh, because I think uh, in in the dealerships we have pictures of uh, Jerry and um, Mike his brother and Denny and uh, some longtime associates and and, uh, Jerry's picture is really Jerry and Joni so great i knew you would bring her up so good you've only been married what 55 years
0: 55 years i think i have (laughs) known her about 62
1: years (laughs) yeah and he's only 63 so hey hey. (laughs) (laughs) all right so thanks and i also want to uh, introduce jim newland uh, from our buckeye automotive family who um, has been with us for known jerry for 40 plus years and uh, as I've thought about people that I that might be able to add some insights and share some perspective on Jerry and Buckeye, Jim Newland uh, came to mind. So, are you there, Jim? Yes, sir. Thanks, Scott. All right, hey, Jim. Let me ask you the same question that uh, I asked Jerry. Um, what do you think made Jer- has made Jerry and the Buckeye team successful?
3: Well, I've, I've heard many times, and, and believe it, and practice it every day, that we're not in the car business; they were in the people business. I started back in 1981 near where I lived, down by King of North Star, and sweeping the floor and what have you, doing odd jobs. Uh, I went over to the service department shortly thereafter, and I said to my friend, Mike Spires, hey, uh, Mike, I know everybody that comes in the door, why don't you let me talk to them? I was in the parts, I went out to service, and back then it was a little different. People used to just throw me their keys and say, fix it, and I'd go home. So it was, you know, I was a little worried that I don't know a lot about cars, but I surely know and have learned a lot about people. Uh, there's people that I know that used to stop me in the street, uh, wherever I was, and talk to me about their car concerns, which is good. And my dear wife, Janet, would say, you know, like our groceries melted, and I said, you know, they paid for them." <laughs> great. So it's, it's, you know, I never thought of it in the car business. I, I, I like people. I think that's the key to any successful business, um, being family-owned and family-run. If I ever had a question, I could talk to Mike or Jerry or Joe Hasbrook or any of those fine folks, uh, and they would help me. Uh, speaking of Joe, I, I recall one time I asked her about paying a bill, and she patted me on the hand and said, we'll do that one tomorrow. And uh, I just smiled. And I said, well, we started out as a small family business, and it grown down to um, four stores. And I've been lucky enough to work at three of the four.
1: That's great. Thanks, Jim. We appreciate it. And uh, so, no you got any uh, you got any stories, you know, funny or otherwise that you want to share about Jerry? <laughs> oh
3: my! Well, I always, I always, we
1: do have editing. Be nice. Be nice, Jim. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, all,
3: I'm always gonna be nice to my dear friend. No, I just remember the <laughs> the, the, the picnics that we had down through the years at the Hideaway Hills and uh, various places, and how much fun they were. Uh, I can remember you running around, you know, saying, you know, we we were very successful and we were nice to to, uh, share that success with people and have for many, many years. Uh, Those were great times. My kids still talk about them. Uh, I mean, doing many things with Mike down through the years, going on the Bucca Cruise for Cancer type of things with Mike and sitting there and, you know, give you a perspective on something that I wasn't that familiar with. And, you know, I kind of like, would listen to these people's stories and talk to them and go, like, you know, how lucky am I? Maybe you might think differently about things. I mean, we always gave back. I can remember uh, doing things with the schools down there uh, when I was a manager at the Honda store and doing things for uh, programs at Burn Union and maybe some other schools there. So I remember that. I just, you know, all these years, you know, my, my mind keeps going and going, but that's fine.
1: Yeah. Well, we appreciate uh, everything you've done, Jim, and uh glad to have you in the Buckeye Automotive family. I sure appreciate it. All right.
0: Ditto, Jim. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Anything else I do you for you gentlemen?
1: That's it. Thanks, Jim. Okay, Jerry. Uh one more question for you here. Where I guess maybe your option of two questions. Where do you look for wisdom or what are you passionate about? Hmm. I've been blessed
0: uh to be around uh as long as I've been around. Uh and, and I'm passionate about being around uh, but I'm, I'm <laughs> so r- really passionate about family all right uh, and, and how to really um, uh, encourage uh, uh, family to grow and and how to help improve the lives uh, of family members. not only just my own personal family, but really the the, the family members of, of, uh, of Buckeye, uh, the four stores that that uh, we um, oversee uh, one of the stores I walk in not not uh, automobile store but uh, is the Hobby Lobby um, and when I walk in there uh, they're almost all a, a, a mere image of each other they really do an excellent job of presenting themselves to the customer and that's when I walk in I'm a customer uh and uh I, I just feel good about the way they take care of you know their inventory i i uh, admire also the way they uh, service uh uh myself as a customer i i have an awful lot of uh, pictures framed there and they're good every time uh but i i, I started uh, getting into uh hobby lobby a little bit more on trying to understand them they're a privately held company Uh, And David Green and his wife started it many, many years ago in the garage uh, where they lived. They they started making picture frames. And today, now it's grown into a billion-dollar company. And this guy, I mean, he is really focused on family. He's also really focused on, you know, very good values, Christian values. His company will contribute to various good Christian values— churches if he believes that they're going to go out there and spread a very good word. David is a key person today that I've just kind of picked up along the way that really is kind of a mentor to me. I admire what he's doing. He's really into giving back. He understands that's a really big opportunity, not a responsibility, sure, not an obligation, sure, but he looks at it as a an opportunity to honestly give back and that to me is really a very key part of what i believe family is all about i believe buckeye is really all about that
1: well jerry you've you've certainly given a lot back to uh, our communities and and obviously to uh, everyone in our buckeye automotive family and we certainly appreciate that
0: good good well it, it it's an honor to be able to try to share. Uh, an awful lot has been given, you know, to myself and, uh, and my family. And we're also, uh, similar to David, we're just trying to figure out how to give back.
1: I hope everybody's enjoyed getting to know Jerry and, and through getting to know Jerry, getting to know Buckeye. We we'll look forward to sharing more next time.